Hi everyone, good morning. Uh, it is Friday. Um, obviously it's Thursday for me because I'm doing this ahead of time, but it's Friday for you. So happy Friday. Wap, wap, wap. It's great. Okay, uh, so this morning we're starting Lamentations. It goes Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentations. We're going to read um, verses 1 to 2. So I mean, chapters one to two. Okay, Lamentations chapter one. How deserted lies the city, once so full of people. How like a widow is she, who once was great among the nations. She who was queen among the provinces has now become a slave. Bitterly she weeps at night, Tears are upon her cheeks. Among all her lovers, there is none to comfort her. All her friends have betrayed her. They have become her enemies. After affliction and harsh labour, Judah has gone into exile. She dwells among the nations. She finds no resting place. All who pursue her have overtaken her in the midst of her distress. The roads to Zion mourn, for no one comes to her appointed feasts. All her gateways are desolate. Uh, her priests groan, her maidens grieve, and she is in bitter anguish. Her foes have become her masters. Her enemies are at ease. The Lord has brought her grief because of her many sins. Her children have gone into exile, captive before the foe. All the splendour has departed from the daughter of Zion. Her princes are like deer that find no pasture. In weakness they have fled before the pursuer. In the days of her affliction and wandering, Jerusalem remembers all the treasures that were hers in days of old. When her people fell into enemy hands, there was no one to help her. Her enemies looked at her and laughed at her destruction. Jerusalem has sinned greatly and so has become unclean. All who honoured her despise her, for they have seen her nakedness. She herself groans and turns away. Her filthiness clung to her skirts. She did not consider her future. Her fall was astounding. There was none to comfort her. Look, O Lord, on my affliction, for the enemy has triumphed. The enemy laid hands on her, all her treasures. She saw pagan nations enter her sanctuary, those you had forbidden to enter your assembly. All her people groan as they search for bread. They barter their treasures for food to keep themselves alive. Look, O Lord, and consider, for I am despised. Is it nothing to you, all you who pass by? Look around and see. Is there any suffering like my suffering that was afflicted on me, that the Lord brought on me in the day of his fierce anger? From on high they, he sent fire, sent it down into my bones. He spread a net for my feet and turned me back. He made me desolate, faint all the day long. My sins have been uh, bound into a yoke. By his hand they were woven together. They have come upon my neck and the Lord has sapped my strength. He has handed me over to those I cannot withstand. The Lord has rejected all the warriors in my midst. He has summoned an army against me to crush my young men. In his winepress, the Lord has trampled the virgin daughter of Judah. This is why I weep, and my eyes overflow with tears. No one is near to comfort me, no one to restore my spirit. 
My children are destitute because the enemy has prevailed. Zion stretches out her hands, but there is no one to comfort her. The Lord has decreed for Jacob that his neighbors become his foes. Jerusalem has become an unclean thing among them. The Lord is righteous, yet I rebelled against his command. Listen, all you peoples, look upon my suffering. My young men and maidens have gone into exile. I called to my allies, but they betrayed me. My priests and my elders perished in the city, while they searched for food to keep themselves alive. See, O Lord, how distressed I am. I am in torment within, and in my heart I am disturbed, for I have been most rebellious. Outside the sword bereaves, inside there is only death. People have heard my groaning, but there is no one to comfort me. All my enemies have heard of my distress. They rejoice at what you have done. May you bring the day, the day you have announced so that they will maybe become like me. Let all their wickedness come before you. Deal with them as you dealt with me because of all my sins. My groans are many and my heart is faint. How the Lord has covered the daughter of Zion with the cloud of his anger. He has hurled down the splendor of Israel from heaven to earth. He has not remembered his footstool in the day of his anger. Without pity, the Lord has swallowed up all the dwellings of Jacob. In his wrath, he has torn down the strongholds of the daughter of Judah. He has brought her kingdom and its princes down to the ground in dishonor. In fierce anger, he has cut off every horn of Israel. He has withdrawn his right hand at the approach of the enemy. He has burned in Jacob like a flaming fire that consumes everything around it. Like an enemy, he has strung his bow. His right hand is ready. Like a foe, he has slain all who are pleasing to the eye. Or he has poured out his wrath like fire on the tent of the daughter of Zion. The Lord is like an enemy. He has swallowed up Israel. He has swallowed up all her palaces and destroyed her strongholds. He has multiplied mourning and lamentation for the daughter of Judah. He has laid waste to his dwelling, dwelling like a garden. He has destroyed his place of meeting. The Lord has made Zion forget her appointed feasts and her Sabbaths. In his fierce anger, he has spurned both king and priest. The Lord has rejected his altar and abandoned his sanctuary. He has handed over, he has handed over to the enemy the walls of her palaces. They have raised a shout in the house of the Lord as on the day of an appointed feast. The Lord determined to tear down the wall around the daughter of Zion. He stretched out a measuring line and did not withhold his hand from destroying. He made ramparts and walls lament. Together they wasted away. Her gates have sunk to the ground. Their bars he has broken and destroyed. Her king and her princes are exiled among the nations. The law is no more and her prophets no longer find visions from the Lord. The elders of the daughter of Zion sit on the ground in silence. They have sprinkled dust on their heads and put on sackcloth. The young women of Jerusalem have put, bowed their heads to the ground. My eyes fail from weeping. I am in torment within. My heart is poured out on the ground because my people are destroyed. Because children and infants faint in the streets of the city. They say to their mothers, where is bread and wine? As they faint like wounded men in the streets of the city, as their lives ebb away in their mother's arms. What can I say for you? With what can I compare you, O daughter of Jerusalem? To what can I liken you that I may comfort you, O virgin daughter of Zion? Your wound is as deep as the sea.
who can heal you? The visions of your prophets were false and worthless. They did not expose your sin to ward off your captivity. The oracles they gave you were false and misleading. All who pass your way clap their hands at you. They scoff and shake their heads as the daughter of Jerusalem. At the daughter of Jerusalem. Is this the city that was called the perfection of beauty, the joy of the whole earth? All your enemies open their mouths wide against you. They scoff and gnash their teeth and say, We have swallowed her up. This is the day we have waited for. We have lived to see it. The Lord has done what he planned. He has fulfilled his word, which he decreed long ago. He has overthrown you without pity. He has let the enemy gloat over you. He has exalted the horn of your foes. The hearts of the people cry out to the Lord. O wall of wall of the daughter of Zion, let your tears flow like a river day and night. Give yourself no relief, your eyes no rest. Arise, cry out in the night as the watches of the night begin. Pour out your heart like water in the presence of the Lord. Lift up your hands to him for the lives of your children who faint from hunger at the head of every street. Look, O Lord, and consider, whom have you ever treated like this? Should women eat their offspring, the children they have cared for? Should priest and prophet be killed in the sanctuary of the Lord? Young and old lie down, or old lie together in the dust of the streets. My young men and maidens have fallen by the sword. You have slain them in the day of your anger. You have slaughtered them without pity. As you summoned to, the, to a feast day, so you summoned against me terrors on every side. In the day of the Lord's anger, no one escaped or survived. Those I cared for and reared, my enemy has destroyed. Right, that's chapters one and two. Oh, man. It's heartbreaking, isn't it? Heartbreaking. And you really get taken into the, to the writer, isn't it? Oh, what, what did he say? Like, my, oh, my heart is poured out on the ground. These, yeah, I am in torment within. So this is to do with the church's sin that they were warned about, isn't it? This, yeah, there was a nice phrase in there, isn't it? That your sins um, being exposed um, is to ward off your captivity. Do you see that in verse 14 of chapter 2? The visions of your prophets were false and worthless. They did not expose your sin to ward off your captivity. Now that's that's a pretty amazing insight, isn't it? We don't particularly like we don't like our sins uh, to be found out. If we, you know, stand on on the cusp of getting found out and don't, there's such a sense of relief, isn't it, for us? But but that's not right. Our sins being exposed is to ward off our captivity. Is is a mercy, isn't it? So that we don't go and rebel and run off. Um, yeah, and are exiled from God. Um, so that's what's happened, isn't it? The sin of the people, uh, the sin of the church. And it comes to this, that um, warning after warning after warning. Where was the warning? Well, it was Isaiah. Do you remember like, when you read Isaiah, he acts it all out. Do you remember him digging through the wall and packing his bag and stuff like that and, and cooking over over cattle poo and human feces do you remember that do you remember um yeah all of that as a uh, a warning Go, going around naked saying this is what will happen man they were warned in such vivid ways asking one of his prophets to go through all of that you know but they did not listen 
and they end up having the fierce anger of the Lord come in. And so God takes the place of the enemy then um, and has come. Um, yeah, so it talks time and time again that there's no one to comfort, no one to comfort. And I wonder if this kind of like explains your life, you know, what you feel like with your with your life is, it was all once full of joy, you know. Where is the joy I first knew when, when first I knew the Lord? Isn't it? Uh, you, you used to be full of joy, but now you're not. Um, you, you felt that your life was like so full. Um, you know, there was excitement when you gathered with the church family. There was excitement when you heard his word being preached. He was speaking to you and now you feel like it's deserted. And so I guess, you know, you feel like there's no comfort. Um, I mean, this is difficult, isn't it? Because there is comfort, but we haven't got to it yet. Uh, but I am conscious you've got to go out to work today or you're going to go to where Jesus sends you. And um, I guess this is just a warning for us. This is where we could end up. Um, far, far from God and on the end of um, of his anger because of our uh, stubbornness, stiff-neckedness and uh, unrepentant hearts. So let's have a warning shot across our bow here today. Uh, be be listening to him. Um but also we do know that there is comfort. There's comfort in the one that talks like he, his people are attached to him, isn't it? These are my young men that have gone. They're mine. And although it might be the, word, you know, the voice of Jeremiah, it's definitely the voice of our Christ, right? The one who loves us. The one to whom we belong. The one who feels it. Why are you persecuting me, Saul? He feels it in torment over his people. There's comfort in him. Um, so, so take that comfort into your day. Yeah, that yeah, you haven't gone so far as to, you know, as to be, you know, so far from the Lord. He says, say, doesn't he, from the furthest horizon, I'll bring them back. Have a great day today. Anyway, God bless you. Um, and I'll see you Sunday, God willing. Ta-ra now.